Welcome to Found in Prague. Hey guys, welcome back to Found in Prague podcast. Today's topic we're going to be talking about is burnout and COVID fatigue. Um, the thing about burnout is that we all in this society are going to go through it. And it's a huge topic that um, we do not actually actively talk about. So we're going to talk about that today. So first thing that we're going to talk about is what is a burnout? Can somebody give a definition? According to Google, burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. So, this stress factor and constant demand is the part that we, especially in the 21st century, we are blessed with, but at the same time, it's a curse. We're blessed with stress. No, I mean blessed with demand which is something that um, was different from before. But we took that too much into our lives, which is something that is very common because of social media, because of constant uh, phone with a perfect internet access, uh, perfect information that we can always look it up. This constant blessing of information and demand that you get from uh, all the things, especially from your friends, you can always contact with them, you can always contact with your family, always contact with your boyfriend and girlfriend. Now it became like a demand, per se, where a lot of people think that it's normal to call you at 11 o'clock and you need to pick it up or something like that. Um, I personally know what it means to be burnt out. So I have been able to cope with it in a very different manner. Uh, meaning that um, since childhood, you know, I grew up from an Asian family, which is constant to burnout, you know, because they always like demand uh, good academic results. Um, my parents were not harsh, but they were uh, kind of a little bit demanding in a way that they were seeing that this is very important to your life. And I have found myself cons constantly trying to chase that standard, um, even though I could not reach it. And before the realization I couldn't reach that, I was trying too hard and focusing all my efforts into it. And then um, even during my play sessions, even my other activities was just filled with that stress in your mind. So it, it became a huge problem where I was not socializing with people. I was not uh, actively pursuing my interest. And then one day I just burn out and don't do anything. That's something that we constantly, uh, I think, uh, people who have uh, demanding parents uh, go through, like, as a childhood. Could be, yeah. I think that's an interesting thought of just 
the different ways that you can experience burnout or what leads you to a place of burnout because I think there's probably a lot of different kinds of burnout and things that cause that in your life right like it could be something from yeah too much work um, whether that's schoolwork or work work when you're in the work field or you know it could be something a social burnout where you're burnt out from people all the time or something like that you know I think that there's different kinds of burnout Um, maybe it's burnout from constantly having tough situations that you're going through in your life maybe family drama or different things like that I think you can experience burnout from so many different areas and whatever is stressful to you that that can bring in or cause that that form of burnout and um yeah I I think that it's something I don't know if like every single human being has <laughs> ever gone through that they've that they've all experienced it but I think that um we can be prone to experiencing it because of xyz things that happen in our lives um or the places that we even position ourselves but yeah I don't know what so you mean. never went through social burnout personally or you were talking about social burnout and uh-huh. I was really curious about it. can you define some of it social burnout uh Amy can you define social burnout <laughs> um. like from other people outside you mean or what yeah I don't know like I feel as though at times in life Um, You could get burnt out from different relationships in your life that are hard to maintain or keep up with, and you can experience burnout from those. So like in a living situation, if if it's a difficult situation that you're living in, it's not like you are doing anything specifically that causes it, but if you're always under that tension within your own household you could get socially burned out from that because there's always this tension and this drain and this stress within that situation. I think that would be one way of doing socially burnt, of becoming socially burnt out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex looks super confused. What is social I'm, burnout? No, I'm, I'm trying to kind of imagine it. Imagine. Or I think also it, it could be you go to school with a bunch of people that you just it drains you to be around them because you don't relate to them in any way, shape, or form. Like some some scenarios or situations that you find yourself in, you know, could be draining in, in a social way. If you don't feel understood, if you don't connect with someone, if you're yeah always surrounded by people that you feel separated from, and if that is your only source interaction and and community like that can also be very draining Mm -hmm. i think the important place to start is how do you know you're burnt out right like what what are the signs maybe we can talk about this a bit (laughs) yeah the (laughs) definitions are nice but um yeah yeah go on (laughs) I was like, um, if you want to keep going on this uh, burnout prevention and treatment, you know, we have a sense of failure and self-doubt, feeling helpless, trapped and defeated, 
uh, feeling detached or alone in the world, loss of motivation, increasing, increasingly cynical and negative outlook, or decreased satisfaction and sense of accomplishment. So if, if I feel any of this, it means I'm burned out? For sure. I think, I, it, I, think, I think those are just general terms, right? That are talking what could be the signs, but it yeah. doesn't mean that you're burned out. It might mean other things. What I was referring to was more like from your personal experience, each one of our experience, right? Like when do you define for yourself that you're burned out? Like how, mm-hmm. how do you feel it or how do you understand it? You know, there, there might be some signs that you know about yourself that you're burned out, that you can see uh, that you like things you're doing, uh, words you're saying, or things you're avoiding to be doing or something like that, that can tell you that you're burnt out in particular thing you're doing, you know, at work, at, I don't know, ministry, anywhere else. That's, that's what I was referring to. One of the first signs of burned out that I know that is kind of obvious in the competitive sense in the athletic world, where is that your performance of an average performance goes down significantly. Because a lot of the things that are competitive are mental game. A lot of the times you have to be in it 100% of the time or you're going to lose that, lose that competitive edge, even though it's about skill. It's also about mental strength to overcome many of the situations. Um, definitely the thing that I would describe is powerlessness and very similar symptoms as not a depression, but emptiness. I would say this sense of emptiness that swells within you that you feel like you're powerless. So uh, that's why I think it's very similar to kind of like depression in a way that it's something that you have no control over many of the times that, oh, how do you know a person is burnt out? They don't know that they're burnt out. Why is that? Because they had, they have no control over themselves in knowing that. So people have around them need to assess that properly. But at the same time, if you know you're burnt out, uh, and you know how to assess yourself constantly, which not everybody can, but but some people can assess themselves even when burnt out and figure those out. And but those are very rare. I realize. Well, see, I think that this is a really uh, kind of an interesting thought because I've I've kind of. I don't know. I don't know what it was like back, I don't know, a hundred years ago or so. But I think people went through a lot of really hard and challenging things that they had to push through because of they had to live. You know, they couldn't do anything but push through really, really difficult and tough situations. And now I feel as though it's a lot easier for us to it's almost hard to find that fine line between when you need to push through something hard or difficult in your life and when you're actually just like Alex is saying like when are you genuinely burnt out where you need to say I cannot do anymore otherwise I'm gonna you know break and I think that's a really hard fine line because sometimes in life you do have to push through really hard things in order to get where you need to be as a human and 
if we're always just like, oh, I'm done, we won't get to where we need to be as a human or maybe not always, but, you know, maybe there's something beyond that. If you just push just a little bit more past where you think you're going to break. And I think that that's true. You know, that's how the military trains, right? They train, they, they push you past what you think you can do into something that you didn't know you could do. But it's, it's hard, I think, with mental things because it, it's, it's such a, it's a game in your mind, yeah, of like, what, where am I? What line am I on? And I think I've really kind of struggled with the concept of where is the line for burnout and where is the line to push through something because I really grew up with the mentality of you push through. You get through this, you don't give up. And I think that a lot of people in my generation kind of bucked that like they wanted to get rid of that mindset because they were like, well, we have feelings or emotions or, you know, or this is hard and it, we're struggling with it and, or the weight is too much. And I think there is some validity to that as well. Um, but it's really hard to, to define the lines. And I think for myself personally, I had been through some really challenging things throughout the last, like, I guess maybe three years. And I, every single time I was like, I can just make it through this. I'm just going to push through like these things. And I had this one day where I was sitting in my room and I was like, I am just done. Like I, I, I'm just so done. Like, I don't think I can go on anymore. And in that moment, I was just like shocked at my own thought because I knew that that wasn't what I normally go through. It was always like, okay, I'll just make it through this, you know, or I can push through this. And so for me, that was like my point of knowing I'm on the edge of burnout. And if I don't change what I'm doing, I will continue in that path. And I think that it it, it really depends on your person and knowing yourself and trying to, yeah, know where your line is and avoid burnout. I think that you can, if you are, like Sean said, if you can be aware of what is your line, between the pushing through something that's difficult versus actually knowing if I continue, I might break a little bit. You can, you know, sometimes alter your circumstances. Sometimes you don't have the, the option to alter your circumstances, and that's really difficult to, to deal with that. But sometimes you can alter your circumstances and just skirt by burnout. And I think that yeah, I don't really know if I have, like, if I could say, like, there's a concrete answer to determine whether you're going through burnout or not, or whether you're close to it, other than, yeah, I think for me personally, it was, like, that loss of motivation, the sense of having no purpose, of not knowing what I'm doing, because I always had those, and those were really deep roots, even when something was hard, I was like, yeah, we're gonna get through this, and I've got purpose in this, even though it's hard. So that was just like my personal experience, but I don't know. I feel like it's so dependent on the person. That's just my thought. The thing about burnout sometimes is like, sometimes you have to look at it in hindsight and assess yourself because like, you don't know what burnout is when you first went through it, go through it. That's the thing. I went through it many times in my life and I'm like, why is there a dip in my like energy level? in this time of year, in this situation. It's like, what is happening that nothing was different about me or the situation, but there was a significant graph, like a dip in the graph in my life in that year. 
So I've realized those things, and I have intentionally tried to place a break or something, or a different activity or a different schedule, right before that breaking point. And I have realized that dip was not the same as before. And that's the thing. Is like, it's okay to go through burnout. That's the thing that I want to say. Is that, um, oh, I should never go to the burnout. Is not something that I would truly recommend. I would say, when you go through a few of the burnouts. Of course, burnout sounds like a bad thing, but at the same time, it's a good thing. You're testing your limits in a way.、Um, if you never <laughs> tested your limits, I would say it's something that really helps being a human being in this world. Is because I have tested my limits, and I have realized that these are the limits that I will almost going to be burned out. But if I never did that, if I never did that, I think it's.、Um, It's an interesting question that I want to throw out there, is because like I feel like、uh, we are aware of the burnouts, and we're really、uh, afraid of our limits in many of the times. And then we,、uh, I'm more of a conservative guy, just you know.、Um, so I've, but the things I've become passionate, I have pushed myself to the point where. I was able to see the what do you call it, the vent horizon or something, the new limit to myself, and then. What if it's like a situation or circumstance though where you're not trying to push your limits, like? Yeah, I think there's a difference between like exhaustion and burnout, or、um, being overwhelmed, or. Even going through a time of depression and burnout, like I would say, I think I've maybe gone through burnout once or twice in my life, maybe maybe three times. But like, I'm thinking of right before I came to Prague, I had just left Australia and I had a great community there. And when I left, I didn't have that community around me anymore. Within two weeks, like my parents got divorced. I Was in a relationship and we broke up. There was some family drama. There was some family health things. There were other things in my own life, and it was all of these things accumulated at one point, as well as the change of moving back to Canada and like leaving the life I'd had for the last two and some years, and all of these things that were like piling up, piling up, piling up to a point that I started making decisions that I wouldn't normally make, like out of exhaustion, out of just wanting to buck against the system of not being able to control. Or not feeling like I didn't have the strength to control my emotions or my actions. Like I'm not a super emotional person per se, but I would find myself like crying for an hour before I would just like pull myself together and then go to work. Or、um, making decisions with that like burned some friendships or maybe caused situations that I wouldn't have normally done because I'm not that kind of person, but. I got to a place where I just didn't care because everything else was so overwhelming and I didn't know how to handle it all. And when I came, actually to the point that I was supposed to come here, like earlier, and on the day that my flight was supposed to leave, I called、um, Cassia, one or、uh, the girl that was on our team with YWAM here, and I was supposed to be on my way to the airport, and I was like, I'm not even packed. 
I am freaking out and I can't like I can't even go to the airport right now. And so I canceled my flight and I rebooked it for like a week or two later. Yeah, I think 10 days, something like that. that. And I literally just like hid in my apartment for that entire time. Like I didn't tell anyone that I was still in the city besides my family. And like I just zoned out and like had to decompress all of this stuff that I felt like I was dealing with. And even when I came to Prague, like I feel like for the first little while I was like super skittish. Um, I was very, like, I kind of kept my distance from people. I wasn't going to a church. Like I just isolated myself and needed to just breathe basically for the first like two months that I was here. And so I would say that in that aspect, like that part of my life, I feel like I went through a season of burnout because the decisions that I made, the emotions I went through, the just hopelessness and lack of motivation to do anything. Like my performance at work went down and I'm normally like a pretty good worker and like my boss actually like asked if I was okay and I like burst into tears and walked out of his office like it was a really low point but I think yeah I've hit other points in my life where I've hit exhaustion or I've hit like being overwhelmed or overstressed or overworked but I would say burnout is like I wouldn't encourage people to go through burnout It, it takes a really like hard toll on your mental health on your physical health on your relational health, like burnout is not actually a place you want to dwell. You should listen to the signs of your mind and your body before you hit that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the definition that we read in the very beginning says ruin one's health, right? So <laughs> you wouldn't recommend anyone going through ruining his health, you know? In, and I think the life will, like you will experience it, do you w- want it or not? Like there, there will be a it's point of your time that you're trying to like, yeah, it's not something exactly. Yeah. It's not like, okay, so this month I'm going through the burnout. I decided and I will, I will definitely <laughs> do it. Right. It's something that will come into your life. You wouldn't probably realize it or notice it, but if you can avoid it, you should be avoiding it. Right. And some people keep getting burned out and they just don't understand it. Right. But and they don't even know the definitions and they don't know what happened, but you shouldn't be probably kind of telling yourself, okay, so there is some challenge that I need to go through and it is a burnout. Um, so, yeah, so I, I disagree in that with what you said before. So when it comes to what I'm saying might be a little bit different than what I was yeah. saying. Actually. <laughs> the word might what be different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And why do I say that is because there needs to be an aspect of like recognizing that in a way. Recognizing the burnout? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that aspect like is because like, of course it is bad. I'm not encouraging it in a way that is unhealthy. Um, but it comes to a point where why do I take the stance of like encouraging people to when they're young to experiment a little bit is because you're going to face that unwillingly anyway. Wait, you're going to, you're going to face burnout unwillingly in your life. You just need to try a little bit, you know, (laughs) you know, um, I don't disagree. Be, don't don't you know? be depressed. Just be happy. You know, you know it's Let fine. me take the evil side here. Come on. <laughs> I, no, I still strongly disagree. You can hit a point of exhaustion 
before you go into burnout. And I think that's what you should be encouraging people to recognize the signs before it becomes detrimental to their health or before they become a train wreck of a person. Like let them recognize these, these moments of stress and like you will notice, or, or actually I can't say this is for everybody, but I noticed differences in my habits and patterns before I like hit rock bottom. And I think that's something I should have taken in consideration when I was there, which is very hard to do if you're not um, self-aware, if you're not taking the time to assess the situation, to talk to somebody, to, um, I don't know, spend time with God. Like I, I was not doing any of those things, but if I had, maybe, you know, it would have been a little less crazy or hectic mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or as low as I let myself go. Like, Mm-hmm. I think recognizing those signs before you go into burnout, I don't think you should experiment with burnout. That's no. like mm-hmm. s- t- telling people you should experiment in a car crash just so that you don't die. You know, like next time you try, you know, just give someone a little love tap in your car from the back and see what happens with your car. Like it'll wreck your car. <laughs> you know, you don't want to experiment with that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my stance on that. I'm very strongly against this, but <laughs> you know, we can have different opinions. It's okay. <laughs> Well, and I think, I mean, it it is a very serious thing and I I don't want to make light of it. I've had a lot of, you know, uh, people in my life experience, experience burnout. And like I said, I think I've had, I've experienced it once in my life and, um, yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a heavy place to be. And I think that it's talking, being able to talk about the signs leading up to it can be such a huge factor in coming back to a healthy place and I I definitely think that it is important and I I just want to encourage anybody listening to this like if you're thinking am I experiencing burnout or maybe you don't even know but um to find some ways to self-assess like I think that there's different ways to to do that um some people like to journal um and maybe like being really real in journaling where you might not feel like you can be real with other people or in in other places or um yeah just noticing different signs like amy's mentioned like your work performance going down or yeah like i said for me i was always super motivated because i felt like i had purpose and just for me it just felt like but that was really specific to myself i knew that i always felt like i had purpose and the, the my whole life and the one time that i was like i have no purpose like i I don't even know what I'm doing here. Like, why am I here? Like, I don't even understand. And I think that for me, that was like, just that really just stood out to me. So I think being aware of what you're thinking and how you're behaving and what's going on can really be the start of identifying, am I close to burnout? Um, am I already in burnout, in a, in a state of burnout? And if you can identify kind of where you are with that, then you can see, start to seek out help. Because mm-hmm. I think, and I think it's really important to do that and um, to find somebody to talk to, to, um, I don't know, just find a therapist to talk to or something like that. Because it can be really challenging to try to get out of that place as well. Mm-hmm. It's something that sometimes can take time to get out of it. And you you have to have grace for yourself and allow yourself to... Um, to work through it you know it's not just like a one okay like 
it's over in one night. I had my breakdown and I'm going to keep going, you know, like sometimes it takes time to get out, out of a place of burnout. There's a difference between, um, what I feel like comes of burnout is when I experienced burnout, I realized that it's because I was trying to survive in a way, you know, I was trying to survive, but that was not enough. And then, um, that, that moment that burnout occurred, your, that even that instinct of survival and your, your work of survival kind of doesn't mean anything anymore is what I've realized. So, um, and then it's very different to thrive in a way in your life and and be exhausted when you have the strength, when you have the muscle to do something and when you do not have the muscle and do something that you can't handle the after effects of it, aftermath of that event is tremendously different, right? Um, The reason why I am saying those things to what is very against what we're talking about is to bring up the conversation that um, it is something that we need to be truly aware of in a very in a different aspect very it's so serious that it is something that we have to properly wrap our head around that is very difficult of course but in a very radical way because it is radical burnout is radical we need to recognize it as something very very radical and the thing that i've realized that i stopped becoming burnout is the moment I knew what burnout was in my life because I've experienced it many times in my life without noticing but moment I was like when do I get burned out and push myself into it of course it's bad but I purposely because I was now recognizing it I was now recognizing it so to make myself recognize it I had to purposely damage myself. That's how I learned because I was just not getting it. I was just not getting it because I was just super too, I was too blunt in a way. I was like too numb to it, you know, because I had just grew up with it, you know. That's the thing. I grew up with it Mm -hmm. to a point where I was getting burnt out, not I was doing it so I burnt out. The circumstances were making me burnt out. Mm But when I made myself go into that situation, it was a completely different burnout that I would... Maybe the word burnout is not the same anymore at that point. Exhaustion, you know, tiredness or like powerlessness is something that I took it differently. You know? Uh, When I make the choice to go into it, it's a different experience that I've realized that I want to truly say it is something that uh, hopefully you take control of in a way. That's something that I want to um, take, uh, bring to this conversation because um, it's super important to um, 
bring some external thing, uh, which is, for me, it was God. For me, it was the word of God. For me, is to recognize myself as someone else who can handle those things because I'm a child of God. Make that position recognize what I'm going through. And, and having, you know, my parents couldn't recognize it for me, but that position and that word of my status was able to bring me back to who I was. So it's very, very important to know who you are um, in the behalf of your parents, behalf of your siblings, behalf of your family, behalf of God. Is super something that those who are going through burnout, those who are going to go through burnout, that you know you're going to go through burnout, have that in mind before doing anything, before pushing it, you know? Some people prefer to just like push through some things, right, and uh, do the work. Um, I, yeah, I think it, it comes from like a previous generations, um, and I, I think it it is a generation thing because I know an example of my parents. Um, they they had to power through a lot of things. Um, at that time, you know, country was rebuilding, um, especially in, in Russia, people went through a lot of kind of, the country was destroyed and then people had to rebuild it again and then again and again. It was like in repeating thing through the history. And um, that's a part of the culture, right? Russian people are usually very hardworking people. Um, I'm not saying any everyone else is not, I'm, I'm just noticing what what i see from from the from the side but and it's the burn burnouts are coming with the hard working culture i think because people don't know where to have a break or where to stop and one one thought that i had when we were uh, you were talking about it was um and i think you even mentioned it that some people just don't have an option to kind of opt out and say well i'll just stop right now you know i'm burning out so okay i'll go for a vacation like there there were times like people couldn't afford vacations right yeah. before and there are still people that can afford a vacation or go anywhere or like stop working or for example if it's a lonely mother that provides for her child she can't stop you know otherwise the, the child wouldn't be fed and you know bills wouldn't be paid 
And there are other situations, right? Like, for example, people doing ministries and they're like alone in a ministry. And like, if they stop, is it a pastor? Is it a worship leader? It doesn't matter, right? Um, if they would stop what they're doing, the ministry wouldn't happen, right? Like, if I don't show up on Sunday, probably, you know, if, if pastor wouldn't show up on Sunday, it's like no Sunday service, right? Who will be preaching? And there are small churches, there's like only one pastor and he mm-hmm. keeps on doing it for like, I don't know, five, seven, seven year, ten years and, and so on. So there are situations where um, like it's really hard to get out yeah. of the state where you have to do and have to deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not always possible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what are... What I would prefer to talk about is when you can actually do something and and the things you can actually do to prevent these things from happening. And um, my personal advice is because if you're working hard and you're putting a a lot of your time into doing something, the burnout will come eventually. It It maybe wouldn't come in a month or two months or half a year. But it will eventually come. It depends on how much work you do and how for how long time, right? And what are your personal boundaries. But what I would suggest is to prevent it. Uh, just do intentional breaks. And that's why mm-hmm. it's, for example, in, in terms of like church uh, setting, there there should be shifts in, if you're a pastor, should be shifts in preaching, right? Ideally, you wouldn't be the only one preaching all the time. If you're a worship leader, right? It's also a, a great place where you can do this the schedule and do worship, I don't know, two times a month instead of doing it every um, Sunday, right? And and same goes for if if you're if you're doing a big chunk of work, just set some breaks for yourself where where even if you don't kinda need it, right, you will still slow down the pace of work so you can have a break so it wouldn't come all unnoticed in one time right because when you're trying to deliver or when you're trying to do a a big project right you know you'll be over overworking and you know you will be delivering a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of working hours so setting these breaks intentionally will just help i think and that's just one of my advices Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think also being aware of these kind of different areas for me is is really important is mental, emotional, physical, relational and spiritual aspects of your life. If you can kind of take into consideration those different areas and find something that uh, blesses or benefits one of those areas. Uh, I think there's probably other areas too, but I think this is in the identification area. Like if you're identifying, am I getting close to like a, a place of burnout? Being able to say in my mental place, like do I, you know, have an outlet to, you know, detach from from my thoughts or, or about this situation? Do I have an outlet to talk about them? Or like I said before, journal. Um, for my physical health, I think sometimes we don't even realize how much our physical health impacts burnout too and, and where we're at. I've, you know, I know a girl back home and she has crazy long hours. She's a nurse and has crazy long shifts. She's exhausted and she decided to challenge herself to go on a 15-minute walk every day for 30 days 
to just help with her mental health, her physical health. And she said, you know, some days I, you know, she works through the night. She's like, I'm so done by the end of it. And I just don't want to go on that walk. But I challenged myself to do it. And just to bring a, a piece or an element into her life. And she said, as soon as I go on that walk, I just can breathe. I can rest. I'm in the nature. And then I go home and I go to sleep right away, you know. But I think being aware of, of your physical health you know, something as short as literally a 15-minute walk. Um, your relational help, health, um, maybe different relationships, you know, how you're reacting to things or, or certain people that you can talk with or whatever uh, that might be. And your spiritual health, how, what does your time with God look like? Do you have any time with God? And and I know, again, like some of these things are hard. I think we're like we're talking about the before point as well so being aware of these and finding some little practices maybe it's maybe all you can do is read a one verse devotion and that's your time with god or that's you know the the part of your spiritual maybe that's all you can do because it's just too much you know to try to think of reading a chapter in the bible or something like that maybe it's just one verse that you that same verse you read for a month every day just to remind yourself something you know something that is important to you. But I think that, eh, yeah, when you're when you're in that place of burnout, it, it, it can be really difficult as well to try and get to a point of these, of being aware and, and trying to create rhythms. But I really feel like creating a rhythm for you, even if it's something so small as for me, for, me, for instance, I, when I was going through a, a lot like dealing with a lot of things I wasn't in a place of burnout but dealing with a lot of things like my one thing was just making my coffee in the morning early in the morning before my the rest of my house got up and that would just like I would be able to decompress and like you know just have time to myself and um it was so helpful and I really just valued that time now was it hard sometimes to get up early in the morning yes but it was what I needed in order to stay out of a place where I went downhill. And that was like really helpful for me just to identify that, what, that one small thing. I would sit and I would look at the tree in the yard every morning. <laughs> that was it. Just sit and look at the tree and drink my cup of coffee. And, but like Alex said, some situations are harder to, you know, to find that place. But I think even maybe you are the only pastor at your church, you know, even finding that one small thing to do in that area of mental, physical, emotional, relational, spiritual, finding that one little thing can really make a large difference. It, that sounds so shallow in a way, and some, something might be even more difficult than just that, and I want to acknowledge that, but that was really helpful to me, and I think it, it could be helpful to other people as well. joining us for today's episode of Found in Prague. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Follow us on social media at Youth Praha. 
Join us next time. <laughs>